up, Rwanda? Hello, Rwanda. Here is to officially welcome you to the New Times podcast, Rwanda Check-In. Your hosts are me, Elisa Jade Natasha. And me, Niwe Lies. We are reporters from the New Times. This is where you get to know things that are going on in the day-to-day lives of Rwandans, what people are talking about, worried about, or simply looking forward to. This podcast is designed for you, simply because Rwanda talks and we need to know what is going on. Our very first talk is around one of the harshest impacts of the popular sir, COVID-19. I will take you guys a little bit back in the time. Anyway, did you know that Rwanda was among the top conference hub in the region just before the pandemic? It had become the successful meetings, incentives, conferences and exhibition destination before the eruption of the pandemic. And according to the International Conference and Convention Association, Rwanda had overtaken Kenya in the third position as the top destination for international conference in Africa. Yeah, I know. I mean, the latest figures from the tourism department in RODB and Howarth Hotel Tourism and Leisure indicate that Rwanda facilities meet the majority of global requirements. I mean, we have thousands of hotel rooms, over 10,000 accommodation rooms, and 57% of all these are found in the capital city, Kigali. And so on. Uh, so MICE was a really key contributor to the overall tourism revenues and GDP in general for the past five years. Alright, so actually that means that the pandemic interrupted a lot of things around here, right? It did. So with literally everything closed or just suspended as measures to contain the spread. You remember last year in July, Edward Djirene, the Prime Minister, had made it known that Rwanda lost around 79 billion Rwandan francs mm. due to the closed meetings, including Chogam and many others. So also people lost their jobs. Yes. That leaves the question, will the tourism and hospitality sector in Rwanda be able to recover after COVID-19? I mean, um, we do not know for sure, but experts say that the rebound to normalcy might not be totally possible or that maybe we might have a new normal Mm -hmm. a new adaptations of the way things were done and where people still worked and had meetings online webex zoom all those however health officials are rather positive anyway they they say that the continued vaccination activities across the country will pave a way for more reopening of activities in the coming months I mean, talking of this, we all witnessed what happened with the sports tournaments in general. I know, right? And on the side note of these sports tournaments, Iriza, we hosted the ball, we hosted Afrobasket, we hosted women Afrobasket qualifiers and Africa Volleyball Championship for both men and women. And the fact that we could host more than 4,000 fans in the Kigali Arena where everyone presented a negative mm-hmm. COVID test mm-hmm. and one proof and proof of at least one dose of vaccination. Mm-hmm. If that is not adjusting to the new normal of dealing and really dealing with the pandemic, taking all the precautions while 
enjoying these games i don't know what that is okay you're actually very right you know and but we have to stress a lot on the organization the government was clear in the last announcement on the on forward measures we have to be vaccinated tested and organized enough to be able to be allowed back in people gatherings activities side note you know now bars are reopening so that's a good thing <laughs> yeah also iriza Rwanda has been growing and might in the soon future become a top sporting destination. Imagine that in just a space of two days, after hosting the Afrobasket, before the players had even left, the arena just welcomed the volleyball players from around the continent for the 2021 Volleyball Nations Championship for both men and women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, anyway, did you know that we are all go- we are also going to host this COP Africa? Iriza, please enlighten me. What is that? It is the sub-Saharan leading market for film, television, and digital content distribution and co-production business. For it's gonna be for a three-day movie exhibition <coughs> that will take place in December at Kigali Convention Center. And also, anyway, I can't stress enough. This is only what we know. Big plans are coming. I personally want to keep the hope of returning to even greater than um, than normal um, and dealing with the pandemic. Uh, it would be a good thing for real because when Rwanda is hosting these big events, whether sports, conferences and others, it impacts positively other sectors as well. I mean hotels, accommodation mm-hmm. players, transport, uh, hospitality services providers in general. It really adds something to the to the economy. I mean, yeah, you know, um, local people have been getting employment employed throughout these big events. The DJs were exposed, and I. But then, at the end of the day, that can only be confirmed by an expert, right? So this is when we welcome our guest. Yes, it is. We are going to welcome our guest. So our guest of today. He has been covering business for a really long time. He's a business expert. Yeah, and he has insights in the domain. Please welcome John Gahamani. <laughs> right. Thank you, Iriza Nue, for having me on this podcast. Uh, congratulations upon the, the launch of this podcast. We would want to know, what do you think of the outlook of the tourism and hospitality industry after the pandemic? Um, well, uh, first of all, you have to understand that the tourism industry has been devastated, especially in this region, but globally as well. Um, the airline business has suffered a lot. The hotel business has suffered a lot. But also the people who work within the whole tourism industry People who survive around that, from that whole industry have suffered. Uh, the communities that work around parks and tourism centers have suffered. Uh, they've lost jobs. Others have lost income. So it's really still difficult for, for everyone to pick up. The outlook, therefore, um, as you can see, the countries have started easing a little bit on the restrictions of travel. But there's still a lot of anxiety among the travelers. There's still a lot of some restrictions on on um, uh, visitors who are arriving in different countries. 
so um the outlook is still a bit uh, a bit bleak but uh, there is some bit of easing that so we expect things to 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 be a bit normal going forward however uh, the people who manage tourism will have to rethink the way tourism is is being uh, the, the whole concept of tourism uh, in my understanding or in my own analysis i think there's going to be a lot of uh, some bit of reorienting tourism towards towards domestic tourism uh, because uh, during the pandemic we've seen domestic tourists trying to chip in and boost some bit of and bring in some bit of revenues um on the airline business travelers are still uh, skeptic about traveling um we see a lot of some bit of hesitance uh, for people to travel um uh, going forward i think yeah we are starting to pick up but we still have some years ahead of us before the whole industry picks up to pre-covid standards but what does it mean for Rwanda? I mean, we've been hosting all these games. We've been seeing them on TV. We've been seeing branded buses riding in the city. But what does this mean economically for us? I think it's a big deal for Rwanda to keep attracting uh, uh, conferences and big events. Uh, if I may give you some bit of background, you have to know that uh, the conferences and and events have been supportive in terms of diversifying the tourism industry, which has been relying heavily on uh, on um, on uh, it's been relying heavily on uh, traditional tourism products like game parks and gorillas and so on. So um, uh, attracting these events is going to be very critical in driving the recover of the whole industry the whole tourism industry but i think there's also going to be some i know uh, there must be some changes in terms of the way these events are organized yeah uh, conferences have been raking in a lot of money for rwanda and the and the pandemic the the pandemic brought in some really bad problems for us as a country we were about to host Jogam that was suspended. A couple of uh, conferences were suspended, like FESPAD and others. Um, so uh, the people who are running the tourism industry will have to look at ways of attracting more conferences going forward. So also going forward, I think what the pandemic will tell us is it, it will we it, it will. It will reshape uh, or increase the resilience of people who are working in the tourism industry but also people who are surviving on the tourism the, uh, from the tourism industry particularly the communities that benefit from from the communities around tourism centers you know Rwanda for instance has a concept where communities around tourism uh, tourism attractions like game parks and others they earn 10 percent of the revenues from 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 these facilities so uh, i think the pandemic has strengthened the resilience of these people um, also going forward 
I see uh, more innovations within the industry. Um, so, what do you think of the new normal? What should we expect? Is it the vaccines or the online working? When you talk about tourism and, um, and travel, I think the vaccine is going to be is going to be to influence everything that we are doing. Um, how many people, uh, the ability of countries to to vaccinate is going to is going to change the way we we are doing things. There's some talk about the vaccine passport, which is already in the pipeline. There are so many countries asking for that, uh, but. In the workplace, of course, the pandemic has showed us that uh, you can do so many things even when you're in your in, uh, when you're not you don't come to work physically. Uh, people have been holding meetings through Zoom and other online platforms. Um, people have been uh, doing their work outside their offices, and this is very important because uh, the pandemic has at least evoked the imagination of people and has created a lot of it has helped people to to innovate more than they used to in order to navigate the challenges that were brought by the by the the whole pandemic yeah thank you very much john for your great insights and your time thank you very much for hosting me Well, 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 the main takeaway of today's episode is that there is hope. Yeah, surely. Thank you for listening and joining us as we tell the story of Randa in our podcast, Randa Check-In. If there is any topic that you would want us to talk about, kindly leave a message on our social media platforms, either Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. We are open for ideas. Until next time, let's meet same place, same time. Your girls, it is Jade Natasha and Lies Niwe. Bye. Bye.